Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Iowa coach Kirk Ferentz comes to the defense of booing fans in Saturday's win over Penn State. Kirk Herbstreit says he feels the pain of Nittany Nation. The Lions are still in the mix for New Year's Day bowl games. And Penn State faces its latest test in rebounding from its first loss of the season. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live. We'll tackle those headlines coming up on the Blue White Breakdown. Iowa football coach Kirk Ferentz weighed in Tuesday on the ongoing debate about his fans' behavior in a 23-20 win over Penn State. The Kinnick Stadium crowd booed loudly on each occasion a Penn State player went down with an injury. Those issues popped up with more frequency at Kinnick Stadium than in any other game this season. But two of those injuries ultimately ended the nights of team captains P.J. Mustafer and Sean Clifford. A handful of others appeared to be minor scrapes or nicks or even in some cases cramping, on a warm afternoon in Iowa City. On the Penn State side, the booing made little sense for a defense that had no reason to resort to those antics. The Iowa offense struggled badly for long stretches against Penn State and moved at its usual glacier-like pace. Why Penn State players would fake injuries to slow the Hawkeyes' offense down further was objectively ridiculous. But Ferentz had the back of his fans and his coaching staff on this issue, He said on Tuesday he understood some of those injuries were serious, but he also indicated that fans had reason to, quote, smell a rat. It looks like the latest issue for Iowa fans to rally around and claim rampant disrespect at a national level. Penn State fans have either clung to some ill will coming out of Saturday night, or in many cases, have high hopes to play Iowa again, likely in the Big Ten championship game. ESPN analyst Kirk Herbstreit says he can feel Penn State's pain following a hard luck 23-20 loss to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Herbstreit admits it's easy to wonder if the Lions win that game if quarterback Sean Clifford isn't knocked out in the second quarter. The Lions led 17-3 when they turned to backup Taquan Roberson in what was the first significant action of his collegiate career. Roberson stumbled under constant pressure and was often standing inside his own 10-yard line. He finished the game completing 7 of 21 passes for 34 yards and 2 interceptions, and Iowa slowly took the game over on the scoreboard. The absence of Sean Clifford was without question the biggest storyline of a huge matchup between two of the top five teams in the country. Takeaways were another big story in this one, just as they have been all season long for this Iowa defense. They swiped four interceptions in the game and delivered the big hit that knocked Clifford out of the game. It was the fourth time this season that Iowa sent a quarterback to the bench or the injury tent. Herbstreit was quick to point out that the Hawkeyes deserve some credit for those things. They can no longer be considered fluky or lucky 
because they're now trends from what we've seen in the first half of the season. Penn State fell into that trap early on the road, but still managed to build a 17-3 lead. The Lions looked to be well on their way to a big-time win, but instead slowly let the game slip away while Sean Clifford stood on the sideline. And for that, Kirk Herbstreit feels the pain of Penn State fans. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our 12 locations. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Penn State slipped to 5-1 on Saturday with a 23-20 loss in a top-five showdown with Iowa. The Lions fell from number four to number seven in the Associated Press poll as a result of that loss, and any projections of a college football playoff appearance started to fade considerably. Penn State has, without a doubt, looked like one of the top seven teams in the country. At issue now, though, is the health of the team following injuries to Sean Clifford, P.J. Mustafer, and others along with three more big games remaining against top 10 teams. The Lions still have to face number 6 Ohio State, number 8 Michigan, and number 10 Michigan State. Even with a healthier lineup and the return of Sean Clifford, the task of winning six straight games begins to look more and more daunting. Penn Live's Daniel Gallon also took a look at how bowl projections have shifted since Saturday. There's still plenty of optimism for Penn State to contend for double-digit victories, as well as push for a spot in a New Year's Day bowl game. The Outback Bowl was a common one against SEC opponents like Ole Miss and Florida. There were a couple Rose Bowl projections in the mix and a couple Citrus Bowl picks. College football playoff projections have dried up for Penn State, but if the Lions get healthy and can rattle off a few wins, those outlooks should change considerably. Penn State linebacker Ellis Brooks stayed on the turf of Kinnick Stadium long after the final buzzer sounded, surrounded by Iowa fans who had stormed the field. The Hawkeyes held off the Lions 23-20 and scored a huge win that propelled them to number two in the AP and coaches' polls. And for Penn State, that loss came with the extra sting of losing two key players to injuries. The Lions now go into their bye week with a chance to get healthier and to try and use Saturday's defeat to get better from it. That was a task that had Brooks soaking in the excitement of Iowa fans and making a mental note of what that pain felt like. Curtis Jacobs said after the game that he learned his team is full of fighters. Daquan Brisker added that Penn State players didn't go into the locker room blaming each other. Lastly, Arnold Ebichetti said he's proud of his team's fight and said they learned a lot from the loss. The hope is to take those lessons and apply them to play their best football over the next six games. Penn State has a bye week to self-scout and then returns to Beaver Stadium against Illinois on October 23rd. The real fun begins after that game. Penn State takes on number 6 Ohio State on October 30th, number 8 Michigan on November 13th, and number 10 Michigan State on November 27th. Penn State players believe they'll be better from the lessons they learned in that loss to Iowa and they'll get at least three big-time chances to prove it. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue-White Breakdown. It's available right here on Live. You can also find it on Alexa, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe, and rate the podcast wherever you listen to it, and get all the latest from us at PennLive.com slash Football. 
You can also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is Dustin Hockinsmith for Live signing off until the next Blue White Breakdown.